Welcome to Man Overboard. Fitty ain't nothing but a number, yo. With your host, Language Barrel. Sponsored by The Wolf's Pact. America's by invitation only men support friendship and networking group. Where the one become many and the many become one. Here, they put the man back in human. Welcome to Man Overboard. Fitty ain't nothing but a number, yo, with your host, Language Farrell. On today's show, we're going to be discussing the spring two semester for graduate school, my upcoming trip to Columbia, my online dating with Colombian women, my recent membership into uh, Black Men's Travel Group, and my expulsion from that same group uh, with the caveat that I was not black enough. Prepare for a bumpy ride, stick, and stay. Okay, up first for today's show, we're going to talk about school. We are currently in the second semester for the spring term. I missed the first semester because I was going to be traveling to Columbia for about three weeks, and that was the bulk, uh, that was half of the semester. So I ended up not enrolling for the first semester spring, so I could go to Columbia, but then we had the explosion or the exacerbation, reoccurrence, whatever term you want to use, of COVID-19 and the subsequent shutdown or lockdown of Columbia. So I had to cancel that trip, but then it was too late for me to actually take any courses to get back into the program. So we're in the second semester spring. So I've signed up. I have a course here. That course ends at the end of April. My rescheduled trip to Columbia is for May 5th to the 23rd. Start of first summer semester begins that week I get back in May, which is the latter part of May, somewhere around the 22nd or 23rd, and I'll be scheduled to take two courses then. So that's kind of where we stand for school. That would put me at the four course mark, so 40% of the requirements to complete my MBA. Now, next up, we're going to talk about the trip to Columbia. Again, I'm scheduled, I've rescheduled my trip to Columbia to begin on May 5th and go through to approximately May 23rd. So that would be about three weeks or close to three weeks. I will be arriving in Bogota, then followed that with a trip to Cali, Colombia, and lastly ending in Medellin or Medellin. And then returning back to uh, Bogota to fly out to return home and start of the first semester for the summer program and the graduate school program. Online dating. So as we mentioned in my some podcasts ago, that membership expired, but then I re-upped the membership because I found I actually like communicating uh, with the people, the women working on my Spanish. Uh, so I'm currently doing that. This current reiteration of this membership will expire in approximately 10 days from today, which is the 20, would be the 26th of March. And I don't know if I will renew again or not. I've gone into it with a totally different mindset. I'm not really looking for a serious relationship. I'm really looking to make connections for my upcoming trip. And I generally explain that to the women if they have any questions. Um, and I've been finding out some stuff about the online dating in Colombia. A lot of the women 
uh, will respond to your email out of courtesy, but don't necessarily keep that conversation going. I think they're just taught the way they are raised that if someone says hello or hi, they generally respond back um, in a reciprocal manner. doesn't mean they're interested in you. just means as a courtesy, they're just acknowledging the fact that you said hi. So as you, if you anticipate to use this online dating thing as some kind of matchmaking option, you just need to be aware of the customs of that particular country. Last item for discussion, I joined a black men's travel group for my upcoming trip to Colombia. Uh, just really trying to touch base with some men, um, black men in this particular case, who were uh, on the ground in Colombia and get some input from them of what I should do or when I get there what are the best things to see and do however uh, we got into this big discussion a few people about uh, the COVID-19 uh, efficacy or effectiveness of COVID-19 vaccines and generally speaking I'm of the mind that uh, people are entitled to their opinions however uh, when you start uh, when your opinions um, that are unfounded or unsubstantiated can actually be a hindrance to people that are trying to gain information on the vaccine Then I felt compelled to speak. And so unfortunately my opinions and my data and my experience working both in healthcare and biotechnology around clinical trials for experimental drugs uh, was insufficient to convince uh, these individuals um, of the effectiveness of the vaccine. And that's fine. I mean, you're entitled to your opinions. Most of the people that were voicing their opinions have really no knowledge of medication, no medical training, no history in working in healthcare. So it was really just opinion, opinions based on uh, hearsay evidence and lack of facts. And again, one of the people that actually jumped into that discussion was the administrator of the website. And so he said some things that were flat out wrong or erroneous. And so I had to correct them and he took offense to it. And it started getting into like personal attacks and just really some weird stuff. And unfortunately, I thought I was joining the men's group so that you could exchange information and ideals. You don't necessarily have to agree, but it was an open forum to exchange information. And I found out that uh, that only applies uh, if your information doesn't differ from the, the administrator. And if it does, then you're pretty much out of the group. And by all rights, he has the right to do that. It is a private group. And so you, by rights, you can allow into the group who you want to in, in, involve into. So I understand. I even said to him, you know, you have the right to, to kick me out because my opinion differs from yours and you don't seem to be willing to um, engage in thoughtful conversation. And then two to his word, like five minutes later, he kicked me out and said, you know, you're not welcome in the group. Um, Start talking about some stuff about being black enough and... and Really some uh, really ignorant comments uh, from someone uh, who has a limited knowledge of um, racial issues in the country is that they relate to black people and men of color, which was surprising because he's actually a, a man of color. But that's it. That's all I have for this episode. Uh, as in closing, as typical in closing, we like to leave you with some words of wisdom or a little poetry. And it goes a little sound like this is the poem that I read at my uncle's recent funeral who died from COVID-19. It's entitled Beautiful Things by Ellen Ellerton. Beautiful faces of those that wear it matters little if dark or fair, whole-souled honesty printed there. 
Beautiful eyes are those that show like crystal panes where hearts' fires glow. Beautiful thoughts that burn below. Beautiful lips are those whose words leaps from the hearts like songs of birds, yet whose utterance prudence girds. Beautiful hands are those that do work that is earnest, brave, and true, moment by moment the long day through. Beautiful feet are those that go on kindly ministries to and fro, down lowliest ways if God wills it so. Beautiful shoulders are those that bear ceaseless burdens of homely care, with patience, grace, and daily prayer. Beautiful twilight at set of sun, beautiful goal with race well won, beautiful rest with work well done. Beautiful graves where grasses creep, where brown leaves fall, where drifts lie deep, over worn out hands, where beautiful sleeps. For my Uncle Lonnie.